Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Record Zone. DJ Chase, man, you're now locked in with the pregame party mix podcast and the rush hour party mix right here on Connecticut's own Smack'em Radio Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. We on 13 podcast networks. We the bosses. You know what it is. It's the Worldwide Sounds on DJ Chase, man. But enough of me. We got the homie, my, my brethren, Mr. Joshua, a.k.a. Coach Classic. Uh, Love with Legs CEO, uh, fitness instructor, former artist, former MC, uh, Bronx representer, Harlem representer, New York City representer, just a fine fella, mentor, life coach, uh, black business owner, and magician, body magician, as I call him. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. Pleasure to have you. Thank yeah, you. Thank man. you. Thank you. Anytime. Nah, not a problem, bro. You know, uh, this is my ish. This is my podcast. This is my radio show. And don't nobody tell me what to say. Don't nobody tell me what to do. And we just use them for distribution. We don't use them for nothing else. We record this out of a black-owned studio, black-owned podcast, black-owned record label. And you are, my brother, you are welcome to say whatever you feel tonight. Um, the decline of the, the country. This is a time capsule right here of content. This is histo- hist- historical recordings, historical documents in a, in a tumultuous, uncertain times that we live in. And um, yeah. So with that being said, man, uh, rest in peace, George Floyd, everybody who we lost to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, I lost six friends in the past three months, Um, you know, and Coach Classic is, you know, he's about that life motivation and that life uplifting, brother. So how you feeling today, bro? I'm dope. I'm dope. I'm dope. I'm grateful for the opportunity, man. I'm tell you friends, everything, and uh, I think we need it. Yeah, man. I'm great. Yeah, and 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 I just want to say to you, uh, brother, you are a fantastic mentor. You're a fantastic life coach. You motivate people. You're getting me in shape. You know what I'm saying? With this entertainment game, you can get fat real easy. I know between the booze and the shit, I love it all. But, you know, time for a change. <laughs> <laughs> nah man nah seriously it's just a lot of sitting down so it's just getting your body right so you sit especially being an engineer being in the studio and being a producer just doing a lot of sitting so your body gets inhabited by that and um you know music the music business doesn't really uh you know promote a healthy lifestyle healthy living healthy healthy eating habits it promotes you know henny theaters, everything and drug habits and stuff like that so the first the first uh introduction you know i want you to introduce yourself brother where you from um bronx new york bronx new york uh all my life bronx new york uh native uh yeah native, native of the bronx all my life and like you said we uh <laughs> we, we were going through some, some some tough times in New York, but it makes you Bronx strong. It makes you Bronx strong. Um, I've been in the Bronx all my life. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to say that. Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, you said you said it all pretty much. Uh, you know, I was a yeah. uh, 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 rapper um, on my own record label. Mm-hmm. Everything uh, within the past like two years, everything kind of just shifted. Yeah. And just an attempt to kind of just reach optimal health and understanding the habits, not only just in the Bronx, 
but just uh, the habits from just all of the elements forced yeah, me to just you know yeah. turn into coach classic so uh, yeah. initially it was classic the raptivist so <laughs> but then and then just kind of just went we own it the, the, we own it you know what's funny you guys actually inspired me you know that right when y'all had wow, on it wow. i'm gonna tell you a funny story right Wow, we, yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I didn't know. I kept trying to push it because you know my goal was to be the best DJ ever, right? But you know, mm-hmm. not in the, you know you young, so we we young, you know we young vets. So you know at that time we was like 21, 22. So all I wanted to right. do was be the best DJ I could be. So I'm like, I right. wanted to be, the, you know, but I just had a production company, and then you know, and, I, and then I seen you guys. You guys was the first team that I seen that had the printed CDs. And I was like, yo, how the hell are they doing that? Like, and you didn't think I remember that, but you guys was the first crew that I, and that, especially back then as an independent label, you were the first guys that I seen had a, a UPC code, barcode on your CDs. And I was like, how the hell y'all do that? <laughs> but, you know, you inspired me to start my label from all the way back then, bro. And I just wanted wow. to just tell you that. I don't think you knew that, wow. but definitely. I kept that in the back of my mind too. I wanted to kind of keep that as a surprise Yo, for you. <laughs> my brother, that, that that's a jewel. That, that's a jewel. That's a jewel. And that's for the show. You know, know the history. The history. Uh, yeah, we owned records. Was a journey adventure between me and two other artists, and um, we just came together as separate artists. And we came together as um, as, as, a, as a collective. But what we did, we had a strong. A strong pushing for one project and at the time i believe it was pushing project pressure point and yep. we just really just put all our eggs in one basket behind the artist peak pressure yeah. and like you said we just went and went all out and formed the actual llc behind it now and, mind uh, you yeah, well, yeah. not to cut you off now if you're yes, listening sir. if you're just now listening to the podcast right i want you to put in perspective that was before cd baby that was before tune core uh, and distro kids so this is 11 uh, 12 years ago when this was going mm-hmm. on, so that, you have to put that in perspective of how innovative you guys are, bro. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that, that was that's pretty dope. That uh, you definitely get that inspiration, and, and that's what it was for. Yeah, yeah that's what it's definitely for, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a great time. It was a great time, and then uh, it was it definitely fueled my entrepreneurial spirit. And a lot of the businesses that I've um, conducted now, I've done it just off of learning the professionalism of the only records back then, just kind of doing things and doing things right. And um, even then, I had a lot of great mentors and people in my life. And even um, some of the people who put us together, I'm just really grateful for that. So we had the opportunity, so we can link even back then for it to come back full circle now, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. grateful for that, man. Nah, definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, with, well, you know... At- the, with the climate of America today, is is really about black people taking taking charge at this point. We've had enough. We've had. A, we're sick of it. We're sick of the racism. We're sick of living in fear. We're sick of all of it. And uh, yeah, so with the current climate of America, my brother, what, what's your take on it, bro? Let's let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, see, I've always been um a vocal. Uh, I've always been vocal, like I said, even when it came with the music. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, the monikers I had was just classic, the rap to this. So, um, even um, doing the fitness, it's a different kind of uh, uh, attack that I'm taking. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I still have the um, the desire to speak and just 
platform is a great thing. Um, yo, get straight into it. It's, it's crazy. It's a hot time. It's been a hot weekend. Um, I've been mostly quiet because I've just been more into the introspective kind of talk about it. Um, the, or the, just the, um, the inside talk or just kind of, well, what's the word I like to say? I like to just go inside before I like to kind of voice my, myself. But I, I think that we're in pain right now, man. We're in yeah. pain. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. We're in pain. We're in pain. And, and it's just it's just a boiling you know, the tipping point. Is that the tipping point now? And then, you know, what I'm what I'm not respect what I'm not liking is how everybody's not saying what the issue is. It's a black issue. And everybody's trying to out out black each other with the black issue because it's the popular thing. But but I'm black twenty four hours a day. It don't change. I can't take this off. You know what I'm saying? I could I could go to a doctor and bleach my skin, but I'm gonna still be, be be black at the end of the day. You know, and I, yeah. I spent the past three days, my brother, being a race ambassador because I've been seeing so much ignorance from people that I personally know who like black music, who at parties dancing on black people. So I know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop it. You know. Right, right. Not, not um, outside of um, first, you think from a human standpoint. It's just first, uh, we, we've been in the house for a while. Everyone's been quarantined for a while. They've taken, you know, the hoops off of the, the, the basketball courts. They've broken down a lot of the playground. Yep. They've actually just at least put us in a position where just expression in general, like everything's that's kind of been stifled. Um, in terms of even going out and just kind of expressing itself, whether that's going to a club, whether that's going out to, to, to a place to kind of just um, have some kind of release. So now we just have such a hot climate in throughout the United States right now, throughout the world, even bigger. And you have this thing that pushes us kind of over the cliff. And, uh, you know, you have the murder of, of George Floyd. And now we just need some form of expression. And people are expressing themselves in some really, really unique ways. And kind of just um, think back what I was saying before. Mm. I personally have been going with the introspective thought. I've been going inside. I've been, you know, meditating. I, I've been kind of... Um, just kind of choosing that but now you have a whole generation who is expressing themselves probably in the complete opposite way so instead of being introspective they're going straight into action yeah the way i've been kind of reserved about my uh how i feel about it mm -hmm. because i've been so introspective because i've been so meditative because i've been so prayerful you may have a younger generation they're doing oh, yeah. like opposite and they're just kind of expressing it in a different way. In yeah. a way I may hold it in. They're just saying, hey, I've had enough. Or basically, this is how I feel. I'm hurting. And now you're going to feel it. And that's what we're going through right now. And that's what we're experiencing. Yeah, man. And I agree with you totally. Because I know you uh, You do other things outside of your life coach. So you see the youth and how, they, how it's affecting them. You know, And I try to explain to people. I'm saying, look, you have to remember, we had the 90s. The late 80s, we late 80s babies and 90s babies. So we had the 90s, you know what I'm saying? And these are the the two, the, the post 9-11 kids. So they've always lived in a world of a police state. They've always lived with all these damn cameras around, all this stupid right. social media. So they never had a world free. Of, they don't know what freedom really looks like. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So now they now they acting like, you know, what you created. You know what I'm saying? Like social media doesn't right. make a person free. Social media is a prison system. 
you know, and we're just older because we know, okay, we know that we use it for a, a, a promotion. But other than that, we're not really posting like every second of our lives on there. We're not posting, you know, like what they do, you know, and it's right. hard. Um, you know, and I know you said you wanted to speak on certain things uh, earlier when we went through the notes. And then I know you, you know, even like, a, so what do you feel like, you know, you don't have to touch on it too much, but what do you feel like some solutions to what's going on? Like, you know, because you're a black man and you're entitled to feel what you feel because everybody has uh, different needs, you know, and what do you feel like will be a solution to this racism problem in America? Well, first, uh, and then that, that's first that's a huge question. Just as a solution to the mm-hmm. to the race problem, I think first, uh, my, my first way of attacking it, or my first way of just even becoming some kind of advisor, is people just first pointing the finger, and people are almost like in a way of like chastising, and they 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 having some harsh critiques of the the, pro, the protesters or the rioters or whatever they would like to call them. And uh, I think the first thing is finding out, like, why, you know what I mean? What, 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 is, what is the reason behind it? So you have a jujitsu system who's not really going to try to figure out why. They're just going to do the judgment, and they're going to try and lock you up, and they're just going to kind of do that. We, as uh, the advisors or the OGs or whatever you would call it, we got to figure out, like, well, what is behind this, you know what I mean? What is, uh, 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 they basically take... Their action that they that, that that they're showing and help them redirect it, redirect yeah. it. And that, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing that they're expressing themselves. Maybe in the way that they're expressing themselves, view with the the, the with mainly but what I see is the youth is doing right now. I think that's a great thing because they're saying I want to be heard. I think that can be such a powerful thing. So stop looking at it in terms of, hey, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And help them redirect it. So the first thing I would do is I would actually champion the youth in terms of congratulating them on saying, hey, listen, you are speaking. And it may be in a destructive way, but you are speaking right now. Mm-hmm. And, and um, say, yes, I hear you. That's the first thing, acknowledgement of, 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 of what's going on. And we may not commend the way they're doing it, but I believe one of the ways of, of healing is, is a, or the way of um, turning this, this, this turmoil of time into something just saying, yo, I hear you. Yeah. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. I, I, I hear you. That's the first step. And then, then you can step in with just a little bit, and you can step in with a little direction, and you can encourage them to be a little more, um, uh, I, I would like to say, say some meditative, or at least have a little more thought to their action. But the worst thing that we're doing right now is we're pointing fingers, and we're ridiculing them, and we're judging them with the same kind of hammer that the judicial system would do. They're not trying to find out why they're doing what they're doing, they're just trying to uh, chastise them right away. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I would say first, commend them on voicing their opinion and saying, hey, I hear you. I hear you. And then the next step can come in in terms of the direction of that energy. But I think the energy is beautiful, but maybe just the way they're shooting it off. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we would man, probably I do agree. it a little different. Yeah. And, you know, one, one of the things with me, once again, like I always say, with me, is the ownership. And having our own. Yeah. They don't feel like they have pride because they have to constantly ask a white man for something. Mm. It's like ask it's like the daddy sitting not even Stockholm syndrome is this bad. This shit is beyond Stockholm syndrome what's going on now. And I know fifty years from now they're gonna have in history books what this psychological type was called because they don't feel like, you know, I'm at schools, I'm seeing, you know, and, and little the homies talk to me because I you know, I do the music. So they like, yo, right. You know, they constantly feel like they not wanted in love because then you'll they'll make a black man's issue a gay issue, a Spanish issue, everybody else issue. Like till they feeling they feel like they feelings in their life don't matter. If you did this shit every day where you told that you don't matter or may feel or passive aggressively made to feel crazy for your feelings and that rage that you have inside of you, of course you're gonna explode. Of course you that. If if you tell oh you you made fun of because you want to read a book you made fun of because you go to college how many you get them I know don't even, they ashamed to say they read books mm. everything that's right that you're made to think is right you'll you'll get you'll get made you'll get shamed for doing you know right but uh you know like I said man yeah. I want to say thank you for touching on that you know I just wanted to just give a little insight on that uh, perspective of. That and now you have your company Love with Legs, right? And you know what right. made you wanted to get into the uh, life coach mentorship uh, space? Um, very simply, very simply. I think the only way to actually uh, affect something is to do it through an action. So Love with Legs it, it balls on the concept of love is the action word, love is a verb. Love is a verb, it's not a noun, it's not a thing. And I would like to, uh, the legs simplifying the two uh, energies, masculine and feminine. One is the creative, one is the thought process behind it. And the other one is the actual going, let's get it uh, going and let's just do it. Mm. Almost without the emotions. Mm. So um, when I understood not only in the personal training or the fitness space, yeah. I realized the only way to affect someone is through a thoughtful action. And that kind of goes back to what, what I was saying uh, about the youth. Guiding them. Love with legs. Understanding what, what that what that is. Not only love for self, but love in everything you do. So I broke down every action that I take with uh, patient attentiveness, but as well as still moving at the same time. And um, once I started to heal my own body, once I started to work on my own addictions, once I started to actually coach my own self, I started to realize that I can use uh, workout and fitness and aerobics and, um, and just different um, fitness modalities as a way of helping people change their lives. Mm-hmm. Helping people change their lives. So it's literally just understanding addiction, understanding um, the little incremental changes that you can make on a daily basis that can kind of change your lives. And like I said, it's love with legs. Mm-hmm. It's an action where we can say we love each other or we can say we love ourselves or we can say I want to change. But until you actually it on a real level by committing an action, I think it's null and void. So I just took that whole concept and I applied it not only to fitness, but just life in general. And I use it as a way to inspire people to move 
in a very responsible but loving way you know? yeah man respect on that respect on that big big yeah, claps on that and you know even with me like doing the music you know like i said i i see a lot of people lying to themselves and i think what's happening to mm. me is i've been djing for what years it's 50 damn 15 years now 2005 i've been djing mm. right i didn't dj all over new york all over the state of new york all over the eastern seaboard overseas dj been there right and i've seen right. so many changes in music i done seen so many changes of people and what's what's happened to me what you know the concept of love with legs is dope because it is right the music influences the people the imaging influences the people because the art and the, the art is the motion you feel me and how you have love with legs i have worldwide sounds records and it's super dope what you're doing because a lot of people feel beat down and boggled down because the the things that are going into their body Everybody thinks that it's always about food or about uh, what they drinking or what they eating. But honestly, it's about energies. It's about mm. that care. It's about that giving giving up somebody a hug today. Did you say a compliment mm. to them? You could lose 10 pounds by just somebody telling you, giving you good energy all day. You mm. know what I'm saying? And people don't think like that. Even me, like... I started gaining weight when I started going through a lot of family problems. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm, that was 10 years ago and I'm still, you know, trying to get the weight off from back then. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was, I wasn't feeling good about myself and I was, you know, just eating bad and not eating right. And then even so I wouldn't eat and I would still gain weight because all of that stress weight would come on and my body just would start holding it. You know what I'm saying? So what you're doing brother is definitely, uh, you know, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step on, you know, God's path for you. It's a step on the healing process of black people, you know. And uh, I just want to say respect on that too, bro. Yo, yeah, that's dope. And thanks for, for even recognizing that. That's really dope. Um, I start out all my classes out with breath work. That's the first thing we do. We get control of our breathing because mm. we realize the control of the breath uh, it dictates our mood, it dictates our energy. And sometimes if we just sit and you take long breaths and mm. allow that ox oxygen to flow through your brain, we can kind of hit a reset button. So before I get into any kind of work, I just hit that reset button by asking people to take long, yeah. deep breaths in, and then we go into the workout. And then as I go into the workout, I'm mixing the workouts also with positive affirmations so we're, we're reaffirming our success as we're going through it and we're speaking positive things as we're doing it and and then um i'm you know i'm repeating you're awesome you're dope and not only am i talking to my client but i'm talking to, to myself and in that we kind of yeah we, we use that as fuel and as motivation and understand it's not just the body it's not just what we eat but it's also what we're saying to each other and like mm -hmm. regulating our energy on a real level, you know? And then again, at the end of the workout, I take it down into like a moment of prayer real quick. Will we go back into our breathing? Breathe in, breathe out. We hit that reset button again as we're ending. 
then we end in the prayer just to kind of also speak these affirmations and speak to the God inside of ourselves. And just so it's, it's the manipulation of energy is very real. What we say to each other on a daily basis, what we, we think about ourselves and um, how we're able to relegate our emotions and energy even during this turmoil time. So even for you to mention that was, was, uh, was really dope, but that's a, that's a deep, yeah, man, because uh, I wasn't, because like I said, and it's so funny, yeah. because like I said, when I was younger, I, I, was, I was a little heavy set, but I wasn't, you know, big, big, and then like I said, when I started going through just so much stress and so much just, ah, oh, my body just changes, like, even now, like, with this COVID, like, this shit, I look dermatitis on my arm and shit, because I'm just like, my body's just wigging out, you know, so... Uh, you know, that's very important. And a lot of times, too, people put so much pre Everybody's body type is different. And, you know, people put so much pressure on themselves. You know, even with me, I started internment uh, in, in, in in fasting. So I started doing uh -huh. fasting and I lost a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? And just doing like, you know, you as a friend, you know what I'm saying? At trust because... You know, you don't make people feel shame. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a big part of you know. That's gonna make you go a long way because, you know, people feel shame to feel. Like I said, once again, here we go back to the shame ish of black people feeling shame to eat healthy. Eat, eat. And, and like I said, you could have a cheat day, but we we ashamed to eat our own food. And I had to explain to somebody early. I said, look, I'm going to put you on the game. I said, but chick. I said, okay, fried chicken is bad for you. Anything is bad for you if you eat it every day. But I said they would never make a Spanish person feel shame for eating pineal, which has way more cholesterol than fried chicken. They would never, they would never, they would never make a, they would never make a white person feel bad for eating linguine, which has way more starches than macaroni and cheese. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to, don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's culture is different. We just do what we do, and and that you know what I'm saying. And our body's natural instinct, and this is part of the problem, is that. We're being shamed and, and, and scolded for our natural uh, instincts, our natural abilities, and our natural habits. You know what I'm saying? Black people like chicken. Chicken is awesome. I love chicken. You know what I'm saying? Now, it, I don't get Like I said, I don't care. I love chicken. You know what I'm saying? I love seafood. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Everything in moderation. You don't have to kill yourself by doing it, but I'm not, I'm not going to let you make me feel crazy because you eat pork and pig all day. And and cholesterol filled rice and starch filled rice all day, but I don't. I gotta be ashamed because I like chicken. That don't make no sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And my body oh, wouldn't wow. eat it. My, and my body wouldn't eat it if we didn't like it. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? So that a lot of got got to do with knowledge itself as well. You know. And I mm. think like with mm. your love with legs, it provides a lot of knowledge with self incorporated into it, and a lot of good teachings because you in teaching, like I said, pride motivation all these things that are needed bro and and you know i know uh especially my next question for you is too what's your take on black mental health black well black men's mental health heterosexual black men's mental health yo the great the great question that kind of just uh you piggyback off some of that's what you're saying uh, first, uh, acceptance, kind of like uh, in the AA meeting, like one of the first steps in the AA meeting is acceptance. When you step in, you say, hey, I, my name is Coach Classic, or my name is Josh, and I am an addict. So you accept exactly where you're at right now. 
And that's also the purpose of the breath work at the beginning of the class. It's kind of a point of just saying, hey, this is where I'm at now, and this may not, this may not be where I'm going to be at tomorrow, but it's, it's, a, it's a starting point for me. It's a starting point for me. So as you get into your breath work and you go into your workout, you can actually uh, learn how to really accept, but then get in a point to grow. So I think in terms of us, we need to uh, first have accept wherever we're at, we accept wherever we're at. And I think um, that's a big part of us um, letting things go, letting things go. Because uh, a lot of times, well, first taking down uh, the rabbit hole all the way, when I was making that turn into fitness, um, not only on a professional level, but on a personal level, it was because of dealing with things like depression, dealing with things like addiction, dealing with things that had been haunting me for a long time. And one of the struggles that I, I dealt with was marijuana. And so for years and years and years and years, I had been smoking marijuana and I never really took an inventory of why. And initially I thought it was, I need to stop marijuana because it was killing my motivation. I would come in, I would smoke and I would, um, just kind of become lackadaisical and I would, uh, not become as effective as, as I wanted to be. Mm. But lo and behold, once I started to really examine my use of marijuana, mm. it was really to cover up something that I hadn't been studying for a long while. Mm. And I remember on my journey to stop smoking, I remember on the fifth day of um, stop smoking, I literally, my dreams started to come back. And I'm sure I was dreaming before, but for whatever reason, while smoking, I didn't recall my dreams. But I remember on the fifth day specifically, my dream starts to reappear, but in the most, at the time it wasn't amazing. <laughs> I actually <laughs> looked at them as nightmares. Mm. I actually looked at them as nightmares, but what they was was they were roadmaps because things I needed to, to address. So a lot of times, as black men, um, in worldwide, but specifically in, in America, we have a lot of, well, the childhood traumas the oh, things yeah. we are not dealing with straight up. So what we do is we're doing self-medication. By, it can be food. It can be drugs. It can be whatever you use as a way of numbing yourself not to kind of go straight to your problem. And I didn't realize even um, prior to being an adult and realizing my mom used to say that, when I was a teenager smoking, she used mm. to tell me you're self-medicating and I had no idea what she was really saying. What she was saying is you're going through some pain and you're finding something to make you feel better while going through it. So when we take inventory of the actual problems that we're having, it's usually linked to some undiagnosed, unaddressed pain. And the first step to healing is acceptance. It's saying this is what it is. And um, like I said, this may not be where I'm going to be tomorrow, but this is where I'm at today. Mm. And no longer running from it yeah. and learning how to find the tools for action to actually take real inventory and start healing. Right. So we need to, it, 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 it's a yeah, undiagnosed trauma and things that we need to not be afraid to kind of talk about. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm glad for even having this platform because this needs to be conversational, brother. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it needs to it be. Does because like I said, man, we don't have... You know, a lot of and like black men have been programmed for the and I watched it happen. Like I literally watched it in real time over the past maybe seven years. How black men have been made to be enemies towards each other versus brothers. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I watched it. I watched it happen from just the behind the scenes and just you know we've been made in Britain and 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 you know we as a collective, not anybody individually, but just. Mean mugs and this oh this one against like me oh this against think he better than me or this one against more money than me you can't even go to a club without shit getting trying to hate on you because you get money you know what I'm saying you just did you worked a, I worked a hard day shift but I got worried about getting up trying to rob me because for something that I worked a job for you know what I'm saying like it's stupid you know I'm so stupid and it's all dumb you know and I just tried my be- I try my best to even me like I used to be there you know me. I used to be that, yo, let's do this. Let's let's own some business. Let's own some stocks. Because it's getting clowning me. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, regards to that, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than everybody. And I try to, you know, and I, not, not, not I try, but, you know, I want to say what you have going on is very dope, brother. And um, I know you have your 21-day challenge, so plug that before we get out of here. Because we're going to be, we got, like I said, this is our platform. We're going to be on more than more than this. This is just the first of many. So I know you got the 21-day health challenge, brother. So explain that for the people. Absolutely. Just building on daily motivation and uh, helping people along the, 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 the journey of actually uh, healing. And sometimes we just need someone in front of us on a daily basis reminding us not only about greatness but giving us opportunities to move so what i do i, I formed a, a group where i invite you to be a part of this journey for 21 days and i have pre-recorded videos where daily i'm i'm uh, giving you uh, a breath work i'm giving you a warm-up i'm giving you the cardio exercise in two or three routines that you can do on the daily to kind of get your energy up first, get your body in motion. You incorporate the positive affirmations and just also just the movement, the movement. So some people need that constant reminder to move, especially during this time right now. A lot of people are living a sedentary lifestyle. We were sitting down a lot more mm-hmm. where uh, we're getting to a point where we're not as mobile. Yep. Some people are really um, even young doing kids, a lot of even, things. From not home. even us. Not even just the older cast. The young cast, they don't do anything. They just sit home all right. day and drink Hennessy all day. That's hot. I, I just started drinking like that because I was about 22. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't even drink. I don't even drink hard henny like that. You know what I'm saying? I may have a glass of I, even me. I'm we, we, I'm 32, so like I'm like I might have a, a glass of wine like every so often now. But you know they they young. They hitting the Hennessy hard now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Real, real quick to the, the plug. If anyone wants to be down with the 21 day challenge, just those daily workouts to kind of keep you motivated, keep you inspired, lovebugs.com. And I think we all need that right now in this time where, like I said, people are um, 
living a sedentary lifestyle mm-hmm. where people are uh, less active. But really quick, what I do want to I just want to kind of just pick back off something you were saying in terms of mm-hmm. that that um, that um, friction that has been created, or even in terms of these young kids uh, self medicating themselves for energy or whatever, or whatever they're medicating themselves. It's all fear. Mm. And these are little tidbits and little nuggets that I get while I'm in meditation. Mm. You know, while I'm in my breath work. It's fear. I remember being very young and understanding that if we're mean mugging each other, I look across at you, you're looking across at me. What stops us from engaging in a positive way Mm. is fear. And it may be fear of multiple things. Fear that you are an enemy from another neighborhood. Fear that, uh, that that you might not reciprocate the same love. And I remember at one point when I was very young, I would look across and see someone who traditionally I was told that uh, I should be fearful of. And I remember I would just give him like a little head nod <laughs> or just kind of break friction. Yeah. And then what happens was you just see it instantly. The defenses kind of mm. us away and they'll more than likely just say like, what's up back? And initially it's like, it's okay. It's like a reminder of uh, how we're supposed to interact. But for that brief second, that instilled fear that we've almost been programmed to do. You have to find ways of stripping down this fear mm. and un- understanding what the fear is and it may be fear on multiple levels like mm-hmm. I said it may be fear of that the love won't be reciprocated I remember it was a fear of this person may be from an opposing neighborhood <laughs> that I may be beefing on and I don't want to befriend an enemy um and like I said in the other part it's just the programming it's the constant 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 mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be, be in fear of each other mm-hmm. but if we find ways to dispel those myths or we find ways to strip our brothers of their uh, of, of their like defenses it, it can be a nod mm-hmm. it can be addressing um yeah that's my brother you know what I mean when, when I'm when people are coming into my sessions, that's how we address each other, or just in general in life. You know what I mean, when I'm talking to you, I'm saying, "What's up, my brother Chase?" Like, hey, but that, that's really yeah. that's a way of kind of uh, injecting that love. And uh, I'm I'm of the belief that all emotions they stem from either fear or love. Respect, respect. And I believe if you learn how to redirect it away from fear and find uh, an opposing emotion. You can really find the cheat code to this whole thing, man. Real talk, real talk. And on that note, my brother, thank you very much for calling in. This is the first of many thousands of podcast episodes. I'm going to have you call in and we just chop it up. So, uh, yeah, plug your social media, plug your website and all that goodness. Oh, yes. First, yo, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I mean, just giving a voice the truly powerful people like myself. Um, Coach Classic on everything. I, I branded Coach Classic on Instagram, Facebook, but the company is Love With Legs. Remember, love is an action word. That's also available everywhere. Lovewithlegs.com is the hub where um, you can sign up for the 21-day detox. You can find my group fitness classes. Um, and just everything. So the branding is Love With Legs. 
and my name once again is Coach Toxic. And it's just been a pleasure to kind of just share my vibe and share my nuggets of wisdom and give me a chance to expand my brand through the use of your show, Chase. I problem. appreciate you, my brother. Not a problem. Not a problem, man. Thank y'all. Everybody tuning in, man. That was my brother, Coach Classic, a.k.a. Joshua. Uh, yeah, man, you're now locked in the pregame party mix podcast. We more than DJ show. We about uplifting. We about motivation, black empowerment, and black pride. So with that being said, man, it's the Rush Out Party Mix right here on Connecticut's own Smack'em Radio and the Pre-Game Party Mix Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, YouTube, all that goodness. It's too many to name, but you know where they be on because you listen to it. You dig? It's Worldwide Sounds Records on DJ Chase Gia.